Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Let's get the latest from Green Bay from Mike Clemens. Brought to you by Concordia University, Wisconsin Veterans Services Department. Learn how to use your military benefits at cuw.edu slash veterans. The wide receiver position, Mike, we talked about some of the guys in the depth. Malik Taylor, they see this guy with pass blocking downfield. He's with the second team with Tim Boyle, and they're they're giving him end runs. And then they're looking at him at Gunner on punt team. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking they're giving this kid a serious look. And so I asked him, what do you think you could bring to this offense? This team likes a certain type of receiver. Blocking is a big part of our offense. And like I said, that's something that we really hone in on. Yeah, Malik Taylor there, he was the Packer wide receiver that made the cut. One of five to make the cut. One guy that did not make the cut is Jake Kumaro. Bill Michael's show continues on. That was from Friday's show when uh, Mike had the scoop on all of that. And joining us now on the Schneider Orange Hotline is the man himself, the hardest working man in radio, Mike Clemens. So, Mike, Malik Taylor, he made it. He's He's a Packer. Yeah, you know, Joey, I mean, I've been talking about him for a couple of weeks. I just, I don't look at the scouting reports. I, I don't, I just look at the field. I don't watch Twitter. You just, you just have to watch the reps. You have to watch is what the coaches are doing with the kid. And as far back as two weeks ago, it's like, why is this kid lining up in the backfield doing an end run? Why is this kid lining up in, on, with the first team, special teams as a gunner? They're giving this guy a serious look. And then you just watch his rhythms and you watch his catches. Pretty good speed, but just solid. And the bottom line is consistent. And, uh, you know, Reggie Begleton, the kid from the CFL, speed, nice speed. But then you see one time where they want him to go downfield for A.J. Dillon, the new rookie running back. It's off tackle to the right-hand side. He's sort of lined up a little bit in the slot. He goes back and goes up against Will Redmond, you know, the backup safety, who's a physical guy. And Will flips him like an omelet, <laughs> you know, puts him on one foot, and he goes on his back. and like, oh, okay. 
that's not going to work because they want this, these guys to be good pass blockers downfield. And I just kept on saying, you know, this Malik Taylor, I don't do they go six deep at wide receiver, seven deep, and take away from the backfield or something? And I, and I thought, you know, Kumaro might be in trouble. And I think this is one of these things where, you know, Kumaro's 28, and this Malik Taylor, who was on their practice squad last fall, is 24. It's more than that. I think you get to the point where you say, is Jake Kumaro going to get any better? And look how fast this Malik kid has ascended in just two or three weeks in camp, you know? And uh, that's how they make those decisions. Now, if you're Aaron Rodgers, you're throwing your hands up again. It's like, you know, here's one more veteran that's been in games with me like Kumaro that I can count on, that I know what I got. And now here's another guy i got to get familiar with. But, you know, you talk to the GM and say, what came down with this decision between Kumaro, who they say is going to go to the Bills and sign? Now, the Bills have got 17 guys on their practice squad, including something called an international player. But, you know, Jim Ostrowski or Ryan Wood are telling me, hey, don't forget, though, these guys are going to pass the COVID testing. So that maybe they take another guy off the practice squad. Whatever the case, it's like the Packers are swapping receivers with the Bills. What made came down to the difference, Brian Goodikins, between Kumaro and Malik Taylor? Yeah, it really wasn't like a Malik over Jake type of situation. I mean, uh, I think Malik had an outstanding camp. Um, he's an explosive athlete that's uh, got a lot in front of him. Um, you know, he really did a nice job for us last year, and I think he just really built off uh, of what he did last year. So we're excited to kind of see where he can go. Um, I like our group as a whole. Um, I think there's a, a lot of potential there, and we're excited to see what they can do. Definitely an end of an era with Jake Kumaro, but as we look ahead, Mike, I mean, obviously we did not have any preseason games this year. And obviously you're not going to learn anything about the first team offense and defense with the Packers anyway, because these guys are hardly playing. It's the guys that are trying to make the team. So the thing is, how can you evaluate when you don't have preseason games? Yeah, you know, it's interesting. Brian Goodikins did reveal, I mean, several times in the last couple of weeks, man, we're really missing these preseason games. You know, we're, we're, we're having to dig out the tape from a lot of these guys that are on the bubble, like a Malik Taylor. We're looking at their college tape again from 2019 uh, and 2018, year before that. And so uh, we're talking to Goody about some of these final decisions. And, you know, here's the other thing. Listen to him talking about this. The thing about missing out on preseason football, Joe, is everybody – getting into football shape and having some contact. And I think there's some concern on Gutekinds because he's sort of dropped this a couple times, like we're going to need 16 guys in the practice squad. We're going we're gonna to need expanded rosters and all that because I think that some of these players are going to be dropping like flies in the month of September when the bullets start flying live. So we asked him about just how meaningful preseason games are to the scouts and the concerns of injuries in September. Yeah, I think you know. I will. I will say this: that uh, um, I didn't. I didn't realize I'd miss preseason games quite as much as I did. Uh, I don't know if the, a lot of players will be happy to hear that, but um, you know, for us scouts, I mean, it's you know, on on uh, Friday mornings and and Saturday mornings when the new film comes in. I mean, we're we're pretty eager to get on top of that and see, um, you know, so how some how some of these young players are doing across the league. So um, I certainly will miss that, you know, miss that. And, and it'll be good to get that back hopefully next year as far as how many, you know, we need. Um, that's probably a debatable question. Um, and I think a lot will be determined going into this first four games and just how, you know, ready 
everybody's teams are and um, kind of seeing the injury rate too. You know, are they, were they prepared for a real NFL L season? So without being able to go out there and kind of uh, in a game like situation, um, there's just a little bit of unknown. So again, the next step, Mike, if, especially if this is, you know, if we're talking about rookies or we're talking about undrafted players from this year, now you got to look at the college tape. Yeah. And another thing, too, is some of these decisions that they did make. I thought that Dexter Williams' time has sort of come and gone at running back a six-round pick last year. Well, the word is that they are going to try and bring him back to practice squad. He's out of Green Bay right now for the birth of his baby. But I just you know, think that, that the ship has sailed on him yeah. with A.J. Dillon Wells they got. They're bringing in this guy, Robert Foster, a wide receiver from the Bills. He's been there two years, an undrafted kid that was ran a 4-4 in the Combine a couple of years ago, 27 uh, catches for 541 yards and three touchdowns his rookie season for the Bills. Of course, the Bills have added on Stephon Diggs from the Vikings. Um, Malik Turner, from he ended up signing uh, with the Cowboys roster down there. By the way, I thought it was funny when HaHa Clinton Dix got cut from McCarthy. You know, like he still remembers that Rams game from a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. But, uh, so these are some of the movements they're making. They're adding to their practice squad, you know, more depth at the wide receiver as well, some guys with some experience. And I've, you know, if you come to find out, actually, when you get into the regular season, Joe, you can actually have up to 55 guys, which I'm not sure if the Packers will do that because you hear about the cost of that. But that, and like we say, you know, a lot of rewatching college tape for guys that are on the bubble, here's what Goody had to say. It was different only in the fact that a lot of the um... – the ways we would go through this week of evaluating the potential players that might be on the market. I mean, we watched a lot, you know, we went back and watched a lot, a lot more 20 college tape, you know, or 19 college tape, I should say, um, because all these rookies, obviously that's, that's, that's what we had to go on. Um, so um, other than that, it was pretty similar. Um, normally there's just a ton of time um, grinding through um, the preseason tape uh, and watching these guys and seeing how they are in the current moment. But uh, so we did a little bit of that. Um, as far as the uh, your second question with the 53 to 55, I think it's just always going to be what's best for the team. Um, you know, uh, those two guys that come up every week will, will count against our salary cap as well. So it'll just really be where, what we need uh, that particular um, week as a team. Well, no matter how you slice it, it's good to have extra roster flexibility, especially in these crazy times. He is Mike Clemens, our Green and Gold Insider. We will continue on with more on the other side, including – Something Goody said when it came to comparing Christian Kirksey to Blake Martinez. You will hear that on the other side. I'm Radio Joe in for Bill today as we continue on here on the Bill Michael Show. This portion of the Bill Michael Show brought to you by our friends at the New Mail Medical Center. Guys, can you relate to this? Cooped up. First it was winter, then it was COVID. You start getting lazy. You're binging on TV, eating out of boredom. And before you know it, you're packing on the pounds. I was the same way, and I said enough's enough. Went back to see my friends at the New Mail Medical Center, and they helped me restart and jumpstart the all-in-one weight loss plan. And within days, I was back working out in the home gym and feeling motivated and great. Here it is, late summer, thinner than I've been since I was a sophomore in high school. You can check out my Facebook fan page if you don't believe me. I know a lot of you guys fell into the same rut, but you got to trust me here, okay? Call New Mail Medical Center, and they're going to help you get back in the game. Whether you're dealing with the lack of energy and brain fog of low T, or maybe even suffering from ED, 
or you just want to shed those pounds, take it from me. New Mail Medical Center can help with locations in Milwaukee and in Green Bay. You got to call them, though. Pick up the phone, 414-455-4451. That's 414-455-4451. That's the New Mail Medical Center, 414-455-4451. Wisconsin-wide, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Let's get the latest from Green Bay from Mike Clemens. Brought to you by Concordia University, Wisconsin Veterans Services Department. Learn how to use your military benefits at cuw.edu slash veterans. Yeah, I think we, you know we got we've had a few nicks over the last uh, you know uh, week or so, but um, you know we're hopeful that those none of those will be long term. But we know we're going to need everybody. Definitely want these guys to make sure they're doing whatever they need to do to to stay healthy, to to be available for this team. Yeah, injuries are stacking up just a little bit. That was Matt Lafleur as well as Brian Gutekunst. Welcome back. Bill Michael Show continues here on a Labor Day Monday. Hopefully you guys are enjoying your off day, Wisconsin. And if you're working like me and Mike Clemens, who's joining us on the Shannon Roar chat line, then it's just a regular Monday for you. But hopefully you're getting through it uh, here as we continue on. And as we all know, injuries were not that much of an issue last year for the Packers. They were relatively healthy all season long, which is usually a huge blessing. Mike Clemens joining us. But that is the thing, Mike. I mean, where do the Packers stand right now? And who are some of the notables that are kind of banged up? Well, you know, you're going against Alvin Cook, one of the best running backs in the NFL week one when you go up to Minnesota this coming Sunday. And so, of course, you know, there was really a a punch to the gut when Kamal Martin, the kid you got out of Minnesota in the first round, in the fifth round, uh, is just ascending through camp and in the backfield and dropping running backs when they had the few couple of contact practices we saw early on a Sunday morning. Uh, So they're going to keep him for sure. They thought maybe he could line up beside, alongside Christian Kirksey. Oren Brooks has had a injury history. He missed a couple of practices. Ty Summers, is, is he ready? Is he just always going to be a special teams guy? And then an outside linebacker, too. A kid that really came out in his second year is this Randy Ramsey. And you know when the teammates and coaches are calling a guy Rambo? <laughs> that's, that's a good sign that this is a physical guy. Now, he's got an undisclosed injury, but they're hanging on to him for sure. And Curtis Bolton, this is a guy I'm really, really high on. Number 40, he was so good in camp. He is so, he's a bulldog, man. This guy is so physical, and he would be perfect up in at least rotation with Christian Kirksey on the inside linebacker spot. But he's coming back from an ACL, so they're saving him. They put him on the PUP. It'll be six weeks before he could practice. So that takes us down to the main guy. I mean, the guy that you brought in from Cleveland, six-year vet, had worked with Mike Pettino, and Pettino was the head coach of the Browns. And we asked Brian Goodekinst how he thought Christian Kirksey did in camp uh, as the new leader of veterans, six years in the NFL. And listen to what he said in terms of how much of an upgrade is he over Blake Martinez. Yeah, I think uh, Christian had an excellent camp. I think the um... – the fun thing was just how quickly he fed it. You know, he, he got up to speed and started uh, leading that defense. Um, he's a very athletic player. He's obviously proven a lot in this league. Uh, he's healthy, and uh, I think he has a little bit of dynamic ability that maybe um, we've been missing for a little while. Well, that's interesting. And you know what, Mike? We've heard from Blake Martinez during the offseason. We've heard from Mike Penton. We've heard both sides of it. But 
I mean, the the thing is, I am very high on Christian Kirksey, but his biggest knock has been injuries. He's had injuries yeah. throughout his whole career. Yeah, so they hope that they can somehow you know hold that together because if he goes early in the season, they got trouble at inside linebacker. But I'll tell you, Joe, here's the other thing: it's the trust, it's the uh, the next step for Rashawn Gary. It's like get this guy on the field at outside linebacker now. Don't just put him in. You know, every other series, occasionally on third down or certain dime packages or something like that, get this guy in the field. And so that means if Rashawn Gary's out there more with Preston, well, where does Zadarius go? Well, guess what? He's gonna—he's probably going to line up over center like he did toward the end of the season last year when they were having problems against the running game. And Rashawn Gary is a whole new level in terms of his confidence and the way he looks through drills. And the way I see him working with outside linebacker coach Mike Smith, who works hand-to-hand with these guys every day, it's like, it's like he's trying to come up with a fresh routine so that there's no tendency. You know, if you're lining up on this and it's this down in this kind of situation, did you lead with your right hand this time or your left hand? In your hand-to-hand combat, when you're trying to get past a tackle, past a pass protection, a fullback or running back in the backfield, and so I've watched some of these drills with such detail. I got to wonder, you know, I wonder if these guys are maybe inspired sometimes from martial arts or is there, are there just tape that you're watching? And I asked for Sean this the other day, and he said, actually, I've been watching a lot of linebackers that Mike Smith has worked with before with the Chiefs and the Ravens before that uh, in coaching his moves with his hands. Yeah, um, you know, with Coach Smith, um, you know, each player in the room individually, um, we have our rush plans. Um, you know, one person, um, he might want him to do, you know, power moves, finesse moves, um, you know, to be specific, uh, you know, long arm, uh, scissors, you know, using techniques like that that's fit to the body. And, um, you know, to have examples like that, you know, he coached a lot of, you know, great players. You know, at least me personally, I watch a lot of Justin Houston, uh, Julius Peppers, you know, even a D4 when he coached them in uh, Kansas City. So just a lot of, you know, different guys you can look at, but then also – Coach uh, Smith take his time and, uh, you know, gives you moves that he thinks that you could be successful with. I will not complain if Rashawn Gary turns into one of those guys. I mean, <laughs> I just it, – to me, Mike, it just feels like Rashawn Gary, he's just one of those, like, wild cards this year. Like, it, based on what you're telling me, what he's shown at camp, it just seems like he's ready to make that jump. There's a lot of these players, too, that say, with nothing else to do in the spring – I really became better and appreciated good skills in film study. And when you do that, then you become more of a student of the game. You become more confident when you're mentally prepared on where you need to be, when you need to be there, where your feet need to be. And, And so a lot of these guys, I mean, once they did get on the field, they did look a lot of be- a lot better in the different drills. Now, you know, the coach also talk about, well, we got to cut back a little bit on the playbook because, hell, we only had 12 training camp practices, and then we sort of were, you know, in-game last week, et cetera. But uh, that, that's the good news. The, the question mark, though, is did they get enough physical contact to be ready, you know, for a full-blown game this coming Sunday? But, you know, I, the, the Vikings are in the same boat. Vikings, though, they've had, from what I've been able to see, and some of the times that they even had live shots from the NFL Network, hell, I could see everything the Vikings were doing. They, they didn't have any restrictions in the media in a couple of those sessions. I, they were running first-team offense, you know. Uh, so we're watching that. 
And then the other thing you got to talk about is the defensive line for the uh, for the Vikings, and you know they're going to have some challenges there. Uh, the biggest problem that the Packers have right now is this right tackle situation. Now you've got Billy Turner moving from right guard. It looks like he's going to move to right tackle. Uh, you brought in Rick Wagner, who missed about a week at camp with an elbow injury. They made an interesting decision that I kind of wasn't surprised about. Last week I started talking about, boy, this Yash Nyman, injured at the start of camp, had some injuries last year. But they brought him in. He's six foot seven and 314. I mean, I, maybe his biggest problem is guys going underneath him. But it really seems like he has improved his footwork when it came to pass protection. Whereas Alex Light, who got in game for Balaga last year, and they were running as a backup to left tackle, it didn't look like he's getting any any better at his craft, so they made him practice squad. So Nyman is the new backup tackle uh, on this team. And so we asked Goodkins about that decision to bring in this Nash Nyman to the 53-man roster, and would they consider bringing back that veteran, Jared Valdir, who filled in for Balaga in the Seahawks game and did a pretty good job. Yeah, I'm not going to talk about any potential, you know, free agents we may, you know, other players that are, are not in our building right now. But as far as Josh goes, you know, we were really excited to get him last year. Um, thought, you know, he he did some really good things before he, you know, got injured or um, kind of chomping at the bit to get him out there. We were lucky enough to get him out there for a few practices and uh, just really like his upside. Um, good young man who's really working towards, um, you know, becoming a good professional. So we're, we're, we're excited to see where he can go. Yeah, I met LaFleur uh, saying just a few minutes ago, too, that he will not reveal who their starting right tackle is going to be for Sunday, and I don't expect otherwise. Um, so you have that. And the other thing, too, Mike, with Jared Veld here, I mean, I, I, I think he, this guy should be on the roster right now because he was very valuable uh, late last season when they picked him up. But I think the thought is that if he's still sitting there after week one, the Packers could pick him up then, and that way they don't have to guarantee a full contract to him. That's it too. I mean, they listen. They they love saving money whenever they can, and that obviously that actually, that obviously can be one of their decisions in that as well. So the next thing is this: now, Aaron Rodgers put in the tape, getting ready for the Vikings in his 16th season with the Green Bay Packers. Uh, offensively, Vikings, you know, Kirk Cousins, uh, Adam Thielen still there, you know. Uh, Rudolph, at, uh, but Diggs is gone, and that's probably better for that locker room. I mean, Diggs was a hothead and a loudmouth and calling out, you know, uh, Kirk last year at quarterback and all that kind of stuff. So he's gone. He's in Buffalo. Defensively, it's a whole new team. The Packers, the Vikings' past defense was pretty good there, and because they were in that Mike Zimmer system for four or five years, they were the third best. The past defense in 2016, number two in 2017, number three the next year. Then they dropped to 15th last year. So Jerry Gray exited and became the secondary coach of the Packers. But Xavier Rhodes, Trey Wayne's out of Kenosha. He's with the Bengals, had that pectoral surgery done for the season. Uh, Mackenzie uh, Alexander, uh, he, he's, been, uh, he's gone as well. So now they've got the youngest corners in the NFL. Mike Hughes is the guy who was a former first-round pick. He's only had five starts in two years, played in 20 games, injuries. He's only 23. And then they drafted three guys, Jeff Gladney in the first round, Cameron Danziller, and uh, Harrison Hand is the fifth round. They'll have Holton Hill and Chris Boyd at the other corner. They're only 23. On the back end is the experience with Harrison Smith 
And then Anthony Harris, the other safety, who had six picks last year. He led the NFL in safeties and picks. But, of course, the big question mark is the big dude that they brought in. To balance Daniel Hunter, the pass rush, is the new defensive end, unique in Gakway. They brought in from Jacksonville, from the Jaguars. Now, his biggest question is he's got like eight practices or less to get ready for Green Bay to get in football shape. So we talked about him. Why did he give up $6 million to get the hell out of Jacksonville and sign with the Vikings? Well, you know, after uh, not uh, retaining a long-term deal with Jacksonville, you know, I kind of, you know, felt, you know, a little disheartened about it. But at the end of the day, it's business. I'm actually surprised how well I've did. You know, like you said, having uh, practiced all 2020, that was my first practice. And for it to be full pads, for me to still feel like I'm in shape, uh, you know, just knocking a little bit of the rust off, I feel like that's a blessing in itself. So eight, nine days from now, being with Coach Patterson, I know he'll get me groomed up enough to to the point where I should be able to, you know, help make some plays for these guys. All eyes are going to be on Ngakwe and Daniil Hunter on the edges mm-hmm. this coming Sunday. It is, it, it, And it could be nasty, too. Aaron Rodgers might have to get rid of that football a little sooner uh, than later. He is Mike Clemens, our Green and Gold Insider. I cannot believe... Week one is this weekend. I just I just can't believe we are back to football just like that. Where did time go? Mike, thank you so much as always, and enjoy the rest of your Labor Day. Thank you, Jay-Z. Appreciate it. And Mike joins us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. They work hard. You work hard. They treat you fair for almost 80-plus years. They've been getting it done. You can call them at 844-PRIDE, or you can go to schneiderjobs.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.